0: money for this poor funeral, enraged at the weather, at this common cemetery, at the way the background noise of the city didn't change in any way, even on such an occasion as this, enraged at history. It was never meant to be like this. It shouldn't have been like this. He looked across the river to the brooding bulk of the palace, and his anger screwed itself up and became a lens. Edward had been sent to the Assassin's Guild because they had the best school for those whose social rank is rather higher than their intelligence. If he'd been trained as a fool, he'd have invented satire and made dangerous jokes about the patrician. If he'd been trained as a thief, but no gentleman would dream of being trained as a thief, he'd have broken into the palace and stolen something very valuable from the patrician. However, he'd been sent to the assassins. That afternoon, he sold what remained of the f estates and enrolled again at the Guild School for the postgraduate course. He got full marks, the first person in the history of the Guild ever to do so. His seniors described him as a man to watch, and because there was something about him that made even assassins uneasy, preferably from a long way away. In the cemetery, the solitary gravedigger filled in the hole that was the last resting place of de'eth senior. He became aware of what seemed to be thoughts in his head. They went something like this. Any chance of a bone... "'No, no, sorry. Bad taste there. Forget I mentioned it. "'You've got beef sandwiches in your what's name, lunchbox thingy, though. "'Why not give one to the nice little doggie over there?' "'The man leaned on his shovel and looked around. "'The grey mongrel was watching him intently. It said, "Woof." "'It took Edward de F five months to find what he was looking for.' The search was hampered by the fact that he did not know what he was looking for, only that he'd know when he found it. Edward was a great believer in destiny. Such people often are. The Guild Library was one of the largest in the city. In certain specialised areas it was the largest. These areas mainly had to do with the regrettable brevity of human life and the means of bringing it about. Edward spent a lot of time there, often at the top of a ladder, often surrounded by dust. He read every known work on armaments. He didn't know what he was looking for, and he found it in a note in the margin of an otherwise very dull and inaccurate treatise on the ballistics of crossbows. He copied it out carefully. Edward spent a lot of time among history books as well. The Assassins Guild was an association of gentlemen of breeding, and people like that regard the whole of recorded history as a kind of stock book. There were a great many books in the Guild library, and a whole portrait gallery of kings and queens often with discreet plaques under them, modestly recording the name of the person who'd killed them. This was the Assassin's Portrait Gallery, after all. And Edward Death came to know their aristocratic faces better than he did his own. He spent his lunch hours there. It was said later that he came under bad influences at this stage, but the secret of the history of Edward Death was that he came under no outside influences at all, unless you count all those dead kings. He just came under the influence of himself. That's where people get it wrong. Individuals aren't naturally paid-up members of the human race, except biologically. They need to be bounced around by the Brownian motion of society, which is a mechanism by which human beings constantly remind one another that they are, well, human beings. He was also spiralling inwards, as tends to happen in cases like this. He'd had no plan. He'd just retreated, as people do when they feel under attack, to a more defensible position, i.e. the past and then something happened which had the same effect on Edward as finding a saw in his goldfish pond would on a student of ancient reptiles. He'd stepped out, blinking in the sunlight one hot afternoon, after a day spent in the company of departed glory, and had seen the face of the past strolling by, nodding amiably to people. He hadn't been able to control himself. He'd said, "'Hey, you! Uh, who are you?' The past had said, Corporal Carrot, sir. Night watch, Mister Death, isn't it? Can I help you? What? Uh, no, no. Uh, b- b- be about your b- b- business. The past nodded and smiled at him and strolled on into the future. Carrot stopped staring at the wall. I have expended three dollars on an iconograph box, which is a thing with a brown eye inside that paints pictures of things. This is all the rage these days. Please find enclosed pictures of my room and my friends in the watch. Nobby is the one making the humorous gesture, but he is...